1: Trying to uh oh say start or
2: something.
0: Okay. So I'm start this. Mm, okay, well anyway, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, look, I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm I'm like, I'm here with you. Okay. Alright, um, what's up, y'all?
2: Welcome back to uh Speak Your Mind Radio. You know, uh I'm your hostess with what the, the hostess, most hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
1: producer oh, and he goes by the name of the mix master
0: yes what's thank up, you man? thank you thank you how you doing today I'm, I'm blessed
1: that's what's up um well you know today um I, you know I'm glad to interview you it's been a minute or whatever so mm-hmm. let's just start the interview off with an icebreaker question all right um all right uh damn uh <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo, okay. yo, we can be honest. Like we we just spent like the last hour in trying to get this call set up. So you know, we 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 uh we're we're trying to we're just we're in the we're in the balance of just trying to get back in the swing of this. You know, just run run back up to it. But you know, I'm I'm pretty loose. So just ask away. I'm I'm here for you. All right, cool. Um, what's the best thing
1: that's happened to you within the past week?
0: In the past week.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I say the best thing that's happened to me this week is definitely going to be the fact that I cuz I'm I'm not just a I'm not just an artist. I'm I'm a multifaceted mogul, so I like to go by. Uh, I'm a videographer, photographer, music producer, artist, you know, and a director. So, I I, use, I have a lot of creative influences and creative passions that I put into my work. I feel like they all are, they all coincide within each other. And actually, I've been living in L.A. now for almost two years, and I shot my first official, like, music video and prepped a treatment for all one artist, uh, like, a couple wow. days ago. And I haven't had the chance to really do that since I've been out here in L.A., because a lot of people... That I've came across who've been on the music video scene, haven't been really serious, or if they were serious, they, they kind of just fell off of the, fell off of the wagon, as in like, they, they didn't have the, the finances to be able to mess with me and my goals, or they didn't, they didn't really see the vision that I was trying to present to them, so, Right. You know, be that for what it is. I got my my chance to get step my foot back into the new video scene that I haven't been in in almost two years. So, that that's probably the, the, one of the biggest highlights for me this week.
1: Oh. Well, that that was a whole lot. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's really good. Okay. Um. Well, tell the listeners like you know a little bit about yourself. Like, um, how how was it like growing up on the West Coast and you know, like And when did you start Like actually taking Your music career Seriously Okay
0: Well For starters I, I was originally Born in Columbus, Ohio uh, Lived there for first 16 years of my life And Sort of got, Had passions for music Since yeah, Since the very go. beginning You oh, know yeah. uh, My My yeah. my father Is a cinematographer In the industry He's been in the industry For almost 30 30 plus years And you know, on his journey in becoming a cinematographer, there was a point in time where he really wanted to be a drummer and he bought a drum set and was always in the drums and he met my mom and then they had me and I always kind of saw him, you know, do, you know, he'll do his films. He'll do horror movies in, you know, Columbus, Ohio, Cincinnati and travel all over Ohio just to do these little movies but he'll come home and go do a concert on the weekend. And that was just so intriguing to me that he would live his life like that. And then eventually, you know, he ended up taking his film more serious and he dwelled into his, his film more. But, you know, seeing that really inspired me. So then boom, flash forward, uh, I'm 22 now. Uh, I live wow. out in, uh, in Los Angeles, and I've always, you know, since seeing him, I've always had a passion to make beats because I just felt like that was the same way as playing drum. You know, you patterns, and then you can exactly. play. And then I also know how to play the piano, so I would just add piano uh, patterns over top of that. That I learned about sampling, and I just added on to that, and um, you know, I, I I I I always had a passion for music. I love music, <laughs> and. You know, when I came out to LA, I just really got more in touch with that aspect of myself. And that that feeling of myself, you know, I'll go I'll go do live my life whatever, come home and I have a home studio right here and I can just pick up my microphone and record a song or I can record vocal chops and put it in a beat, you know. I don't necessarily at this point in time consider myself a Rapper by any means, I still consider myself a creative who likes to rap and makes dope beats. You know, so exactly. yeah. when I when I when I when I want to put those th- when I want to get on the track and I want to rap, it's because I have something to say. I'm not right. one of these cats that want to be a mumble rapper, or just want to come out here and just you know rap just to say I'm rapping. Like, no, if I'm if I'm on a track, if I'm if I'm rapping on a track, it's with a purpose. You know what I'm saying? If that's to make someone <laughs> prosper, or if that's to say get money for bitches, like. That there's a purpose, there's a true motive and purpose. That I'm gonna do it in the creative way,
1: exactly. Exactly. No, I understand what you're saying. It's just like that's not the head of your, um, you know, your ambition and your goals or whatever. Like mm-hmm. when you just want to do it, you just do it, you just kind of go with the flow. But your main uh, passion is like uh, produce,
0: mm-hmm. right? Producer will always come first, yeah. Model. So
1: yeah i definitely agree and i mean i just like your uh your sound and everything like that i think you make beats like it's like um it's different from like other uh producers beats that i heard before in the past like it to me it's like yours is more unique like it's like more layered it's um it's like a lot of hidden references and you know what i'm saying like I, I would date it back if i would just like guessing like to the 60s it's just, like the language and everything like that and then you can just kind of see like how you did it but then like it's not no recipe or no um like no outline of really how you did it cause you just did it with your feelings so yeah
0: it's dope I, I you know I draw a lot of my inspiration from Kanye from you know the yeah. Outkast I got a lot of inspiration you know even though he's not popular right now R. Kelly and his work that he did with Mr. Biggs you know, that was a really like, that 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 has such a hold on how I see music and I perceive music it's it's ridiculous and then recently uh, I found out about a guy named Jay Dilla, who you know, is a pretty popular producer it's, they say that it's your favorite producer's favorite producer and I recently, I've heard of him, but I never, I never really got to dive in onto who he was and like after hearing his work after hearing his beats i just saw a reflection myself in what he was doing you know i don't necessarily feel like i i imitate him but i feel like he started something that i was kind of progressing on my own and he just gave me some pieces to finish up and honestly if you if you get a chance you know go listen to go listen to his work it's it, I, I based my this this process in this in this uh instrumental EP I just released off of off of what he gave to, to the world. You know, he really inspired me this uh for this for this EP. Okay, well
1: talk more
0: about the EP since we know the inspirations behind it. Yeah, so this this uh instrumental EP it's called No Excuses. Essentially I made this EP when I was at my most uninspired point in my life. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, it was it, it, it was insane because like the start of 2020, start of 2020, I literally came in with the flu, and I I had so many plans of how I wanted to start the new year, do X Y Z. You know, my birthday it was coming right around the corner. After that, I was just I was so pumped. I was I had this, such a, a headstrong mind state, and then boom, caught the flu. I was out of commission for like two weeks stayed in bed my whole entire birthday my birthday's january 13th and i literally like got up when i was feeling better it had no aspiration to make beats take pictures do anything like i just i i felt just truly uninspired i've never felt like that before in my life and i kept just going around on my friends you can you can ask them to this day uh, my friend Deuce Flame, I came up to my, I, I said, Yo, man, I'm uninspired. And he's like, Why are you uninspired? Damn. And he's, I just told him, I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I just, I'm, just, I just feel uninspired. I don't feel like there's anything pushing me forward anymore. You know? He's like, Really? And I was like, Yeah, man. And I was like, Yo, if you want, we can just, like, let's just go out and create something. I, I don't care what it is. I don't know. I don't care what it could be. But just let, let's just go out and do something. And we went out. We took pictures, we came home, we made beats, but I still I just didn't feel like anything was satisfying, you know? Like it was just that it's just that feeling. So then I I, I went home. And I I felt like that for the rest of January and then the start of February I uh what happened? Some some happened in February that kind of just it sparked my interest to, to to just say to myself, "Why why why am I why do I just keep saying I'm uninspired?" Why? What is the purpose of me saying I'm uninspired at this point? And yeah. I feel, and I somehow wrapped it around the fact that I have been putting excuses in front of myself to start and jump forward into 2020 like I've always planned. You know, I've been pl- yeah. I've been thinking about 2020 since I was 10 years old. You know, I was thinking that this is gonna be my <laughs> year. I'm gonna, you know, come out, make a million dollars, and I still believe that. But it was just the simple fact that when 2020 started, I didn't. I didn't take it the, the bull by the horns, you know? So, this EP, like, when I had that epiphany, I was just like, "I'm this is an excuse. It doesn't matter if I feel uninspired. It doesn't matter if, you know, I don't feel like I'm at where I need to be. I have all the tools to make something happen. Even if I don't feel like I'm making something happen, as long as I'm pushing that needle forward, I'm getting to where I need to be. And that was that in that realization that thought is what pushed this whole entire ep to light uh i started just getting on ig live and just uh i was already on there playing piano i was like you know what let me get on there and actually make beats again you know so i started making beats and then you know it was mid-february i got on i was just making a beat and then next thing you know it's uh, I find I, I find like this little this little loop pattern is this... and I was like, yo, this is kind of crazy. So I put it into my, my machine, I chop it up, and, you know, I'm I'm, I'm making it kind of like have a different bounce to it. It's like it was kind of just kind of yeah. going. Then I then I added some drums on it. I added just a regular 808, and I was I was just make I was just building the beat. I was like, all right,
2: well
0: this got this got a little little bump to it. Let me. Let me uh let me add some let
2: me let me need it need it
0: needs some strings or something and then boom found this loop chopped it up again and then what you the that in the rest is history that that ended up becoming track 6 on the EP called Ballroom and I remember like the moment I pressed that first key of the like I, I I felt it I was like oh wow and I, I, I look over to the live, and I saw everyone is like giving me thumbs up. Everybody's like, yo, this loop is crazy. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And from that moment on, I, I knew I had I had the spark I needed. So then I went I went through, I, I think I took about four or five weeks of just making beats nonstop. I just made like four or five beats a day. And I stacked up enough, went through them all, crafted this EP, sequenced it all together, and I put it out to the world. So that was essentially wow. what this was, you know, this was kind of the impromptu thing. I'm not big on the whole entire rollouts. I'm big on releasing the project and moving forward and letting it grow with me and my in my aspirations of what I do, because at the end of the day, music is a reflection of where I am or where I was. And when you see the growth of where I am now to that project, I feel like that adds more impact to it than just trying to say, oh, look at me, look at me. Like, no, that's that's not that's not that's not the point, you know,
1: exactly.
0: That is so true. Like, your art has to appease you first. Like, because you know, your own versus, you know, critic and everything like that. Like, Eric yeah. Badu said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, every artist is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's them. You know, it's, it's what we're bringing to the world. But, I that again, that's the point of this whole entire No Excuses. Some artists use that as a crutch to not move themselves forward that's just how you feel that's an excuse that you're putting in front of yourself you have to get past that because at the end of the day we're here to inspire and that's the greatest thing you can give another creative you know yeah so that so that that's what i'm here for and that's that's the message i'm trying to really preach with this tape so yeah that's what's up because at
2: the
1: end of the day like if you ain't if you ain't got no message
2: in what you say, then what the fuck is you talking about then? Like, why are you here?
0: Then why are we like, talking? You
1: can't be here for the fans. What fans? You know what
0: I'm saying? You, mm-hmm.
1: you, you, your number one fan. Do you do it because you like to do it? Don't be a heckler, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I love but,
1: that. <laughs> say what?
0: I said I love that. That's very true.
1: Yeah. So true. That's why I don't want to deal with nobody bullshit. But if you can make art out your bullshit, real art, then I can only respect that. You know. 100
0: percent?
1: So, um, so like, what um advice would you give to like new and up up and coming producers? That you know, people that you know are working toward being a great engineer, and you know, what I'm saying like, what mm-hmm. kind of advice would you give to people just starting off?
0: My number one advice is listen to everything that all, everything these producers that are out here uh, saying and doing and telling you that's right and do the exact opposite. That is my, that is the, the first advice I can give to any of these producers. I remember when I first started out here, you know, I was making beats on the phone. People were judging me just because I like to make beats on the phone. I thought it was I, I just thought it was the easiest thing because I can just I can craft the idea. I could be in the middle of class, craft a whole basic idea, send it to my computer, get home, track it out, and then have a beat ready. You know, but I didn't create I didn't spend that time, you know, in class like, oh I got an idea for the beat. I can't wait to get home. You know, then get home. It's not the same thing I just thought of. It's now it's something completely different. You know, I you lose time You lose inspiration like that And I don't yeah, You know, yeah. like it's, it, it, Time is everything, you know Time is all that we have You know, so if there's something in the moment that you can capture Capture it, you know what I'm saying you never know when you'll see that again Or you never know when you'll feel that again sure. So, you know, essentially that's my advice Because when I started, I did that You know, there there were people Who, when I first started, said Oh, if your high hat's Aren't exactly uh, on a sixteenth note the whole entire of the beat. No one's gonna rap on it. No one wants to rap on beats where the hi hats are going left, right, up and down. Okay, you may think that, and I guess you know the top records in the world, quote unquote, are like that. There's no changes at all to the beat. But what I'm gonna tell you is this: if at the end of the day, if they, if the person who's listening to your beat can't rap on your beat, they're not meant to be on your beat. Simple, period. Right. Simple. It's it's. There's no, this whole entire hypocrisy or this whole entire false narrative that gets preached on. Oh, the beat's got to be a certain way. No, it doesn't. This these no. these uh these no, drum definitely. patterns that y'all are coming up with. These loops that y'all making sound that sound the exact same. Yeah, it's your right. own swing, <laughs> I guess. You know, you use you use this bell instead of that bell that Metro Boomin used. At the end of the day. It's the same format. When are we going to break the format? When is some, When are we going to show that, you know, it doesn't have to be this bounce that is successful. It doesn't have to be this type of kick pattern to be successful. Create. You know what I'm saying? Create. And you know what? If it isn't meant to go to Lil Yachty, if it isn't meant to go to Lil Uzi... Fucking Joey Badass will probably rap on it. You know what I'm saying? Like right, you, exactly. it, 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 right. this narrative right, so, that, so that's my biggest thing. In
1: this little, one little tiny ass box. Yes. Like gee, it just there's it, no certain pattern, there's no certain way. Like if you do it that way, that's just how you do it.
0: Exactly. Be unique, yeah. st- step out the box. What is the box in the first place? Ask yourself, exactly. what is this? Bo- what is the box that you're staying in? Think outside of it. Move, mix and match. You know, like yeah. I, I see. I get heated talking about that. I really do. I, I it, 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 it makes me not mad, but it makes it makes me. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, I'm more concerned when I when I start talking about how producers sort of get that high mindset and start doing that thing I really I just feel like people there's so much creativity in the world why follow the same path that everyone says is the creative way so uh yeah
1: I mean I guess that's just a mystery I suppose but whatever um <laughs> <laughs> oh. Speaking so, of talking about beats and everything and like that, let's talk about um your beat. It's called Let's Try Again. Yes. Um like you mind taking us through the um your creative process behind the beat and what did you envision while putting it together and everything?
0: So I'm not gonna give away where I got that sample from. I will say that. But when I heard it, I heard it live. And I just immediately took out my phone, pressed my voice memos, and recorded that guitar loop. So when I heard it, I had the vision because I've always wanted to make beats for the the lo-fi crowd, but in my own way. I wanted to make those those chill, lo-fi beats that you can kind of listen to on loop for hours and hours and hours. And I've always wanted to make that perfect loop you know like I or as Jay Dillard would say that perfect donut and to me I was just so I was just so focused on that and that was a beat that when I heard that that guitar you know strum I was just like yo this is this is smooth so when I put in my put in my doll I, I just put it straight in and then I, I I got the BPM and it was some odd BPM like it was like, I think it was like 160.49, you know, type of BPM. Like it was not an even BPM at all. And then when I started laying my drum loops, I started realizing I can't even quantize. It won't, this won't even be a beat that can get quantized. It was like, the kicks were everywhere, the snares are everywhere. So when I realized the beat's like that, I don't start over. I keep going with it, you know? So I'm like, all right, well, if the snare's going to fall over here and it's not going to fall in the same place every time, fuck it. Like, we're going we gonna to roll. we gonna, we going to – how we craft the beat around that. So I'm building the beat, and, you know, I – I started with that loop, and I started with the kick after that. And I was just like, all right, got the kick down, got the snare in. And I put a hi-hat in, right? And when I put the hi-hat in, it didn't give the bounce I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, well, how can I get the bounce that I wanted? So then I tracked out the beat. I think it was, like, 32 bars. And so I had that 32 bars with just a snare kick in in the guitar loop. So... Once I tracked that out, I went in and got a shaker, and then if you listen to the beat, that shaker changes the whole entire pace of the song. It's the whole entire 32 bars that that it's a it's a different shaker pattern the whole entire time, and that gave the bounce I wanted. So then after that, I just had fun. I put in my sound effects. You know, I I'm a really really big um, Ed Edanetti fan, so I I had this sound pack where. Yeah, like it, I love that. childhood favorite, childhood classic. So then I, oh, sure. so I was layering like Ed and Eddie sound effects through through the whole entire thing. And then at the very end, I took some from uh, one of the episodes where was, I think they were like stuck stuck out in the middle of nowhere. And Ed was like, mm-hmm. "We gotta get away before you know the the, the uh, life forms come and suck our brains out. We must find shelter." And I just felt like that was a great way to kind of end the beat because the way the way that i the vibe I was trying to get it was just kind of like you know you're just walking along you know what I'm saying right. you know right. you're living you're, you're kind of just like enjoying life as it passes by you know I right. when I when I when I added everything to that beat I remember actually laying down in bed and I let that let that beat just roll for like I believe it was like two days straight and I just listened to it oh, because, so because, because honestly, that that beat I didn't know if it was gonna go on the tape because it was just so interesting, you know. It see, was it was
1: intricate
0: too. It was it's but, very yeah, intricate. It was a man. lot of it was a lot of pieces. There's a lot of pieces to it that I didn't feel yep, yep. were right, but if some of them were too too perfect to not like take away. It was <laughs> a lot of that, and then so I let that loop. And then I remember the day before I decided to release the beat tale, I was talking to my dad, and he's a really big live, live player, live drummer, And he went he he kept talking to me about, oh, you know, what I'm saying your baselines, you know, your bass lines to your beats, they're good, but they could, you know, I can still tell that you that you gotta work on it. You gotta work on it. And I, I don't know why I took that as a challenge, but that beat didn't even have a bass line to it. And he kept showing me all these like famous bass players that played alongside his favorite drummers. And I was just like, Oh, well, I see what he's doing with a bass pattern. I, I, I kind of feel the vibe that he's adding to the 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 gumbo that you would call a live performance. Why not add yeah. that to this beat? So I went back and I, I grabbed my favorite sub bass because I wanted something that was indistinct. And I wanted something that you would only hear if you were in certain settings. Like I didn't want you to be able to tell this was just <laughs> a loud sub bass, loud eight hundred eight when you're just listening on your phone. Like if you're listening on your phone, I want you to listen to the gumbo of, of the of the song that it yep. just created here.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, so then boom, added that little sub, that little sub bass that it doesn't have. It, it's completely uh, polar to the whole entire beat itself. That's why I really like about it. It's 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 got its own swing but it tells its own story to the to the whole entire beat and that that was the final touch to let me know that i was ready to put this out so that was that was that was sort of the creative process behind it and uh yeah i guess i can tell you the reason why i called it let's try again is because when i was making the beat, I was on facetime with somebody and their call just kept failing And it just kept failing While I was making this beat And I just was like Alright well let me Go back on here Make the beat Call me again Answer will talk FaceTime will fail Go back on here And make the beat And it just It was that consistent process Like it just never felt consistent So that's how I felt The beat was It was never consistent It was it's own It was it's own creation You know It was it's own vibe And that's why I called it Let's try again Well
1: yeah I mean
0: yeah, I mean, you know. I know. I
1: I, beat,
2: I, I, to- I I told I told you the whole. Thing. A lot of
0: layers to this beat. Yeah, I told you the whole thing, but yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, you said it, but I was saying too much at the same time because it's just like everybody is different. Like for me, like literally, when I listen to a beat or somebody else's beat, I can just hear. I can hear your feelings on the beat If that makes sense or whatever Like, oh, okay, they was excited at this point With all these damn hi-hats and 808s Or whatever, you know what I'm saying Oh, they was thinking about the, you know, I don't know It's just, like, crazy, though, this shit go up and down But I like it, though
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> Okay, um, so Like, let me see Like, have you ever, like, performed any of your songs, though?
0: Yeah, so I oh, I've Like, I, I performed let me let me right, let me let me back up. So I've performed my song twice. I have I I've, officially I have one song out, but I have two songs out in in the world. Like one on I got one on SoundCloud, one on Apple Music. So I performed both of those. Now this song that is the start of the EP, I make everything. I only performed once right before COVID shut down. A little like intimate uh, bar setting, and I performed it there. It was a cool experience, but I haven't performed it since. Uh, before everything, before I started, you know, rapping, I did perform my music two different times. I performed one at my college uh, pageant, and I performed another time at a at a spoken word bar. Where all I did was talk poetry over my first beat tape. Okay. That's
1: nice. Okay, so you just kind of (laughs) just... It's like you got a lot of hobbies where you just like mix it with your creativity. But like you said, your main ambition is making, composing music,
0: period. At the end of the day, I don't even consider it all hobbies. Because I feel like hobbies are sort of like they're backhands to the creative because at the end of the day I'm here to create. Whatever role just... I'm in, I will excel in. Whatever role okay. the team needs, I'm here for. That's that's lit and that's a message that I've been trying to preach for a long time. That's why I made I make everything because you right, know that's right, I feel right, like right. that's a creative theme song. Like there are people out here who are creatives who can tr- who truly live by that word and lit and know that word and they, I feel like they get they get capped off at the end of the day. They they get put in boxes. They get put in shelves to where they don't necessarily get to feel like their creative message is getting you know preached out anymore. Exactly.
1: Um. So do you have as a creator yourself? Do you ever feel like you gotta you're like you're yelling and screaming to get
2: like like your attention or
0: whatever? No, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yes and no. Uh, I, I definitely used to feel like that. I used to feel like no one would ever notice, no one would ever, you know, hear what I'm trying to preach out. But I, you know, again, no excuses. You know, like keep creating, keep showing your art. Keep, you know, do keep just keep doing. You keep, keep progressing forward in the vision that you have and the world is going to see it's just that it's just that simple the world is going to see i never thought you know at the times where i I thought i would never rap i'm now i rapped and now i'm you know i'm doing a podcast about it you know so you just gotta you gotta keep you gotta just keep going you know people will see eventually and you know i just hope i'm the living the living proof of that you know i guess that's that's what okay. I. That's why I'm here to preach. You know, the world you know, is the world is going to end up saying the Mixed master one day. It ain't gonna be MKS well, exactly, forever. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So, and
1: what you reap is what you sow. You feel me? Exactly. You create that vortex. So nobody can fucking touch you. Mm-hmm. You are your own vortex.
0: Most definitely. I love that.
1: <laughs> All right. So um, I just, I didn't want to talk about your song. I made everything. Um, that song was like. I listened to it like I don't know how many times in a row, honestly, and it was just like um, you were telling a really long, you were telling a story, but it was like on a long journey. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, and the beat that she was rapping over. Did you produce that beat too, yes, I did. or? See, yeah, that's what it is because like your storytelling is like i said it's a long story it's like something to be heard though like it's worth listening to like five or six times in a row like you know and then like the beat is already hypnotized so together a couple together they hypnotize and so it's just like oh and then it feel like a you know it feel like a west coast beat or whatever it's like really laid back yeah. and your voice is alluring on the track and You know what I'm saying? It's really dope or whatever, but yeah, yeah, so I like it. So tell me the story
0: behind that song, the concept. So that song was actually something that I, I freestyled. I want to say back in twenty, the beginning of 2019. I think it was like, mm, like March. I, I made the beat. And I was like, when I heard it and I heard the final product, I'll be honest, I couldn't believe what I was hearing because it just sounded like I needed to be on there. I was like, I need, like, I just need to rap on this beat. But something just kept holding me back from doing it. It was, you know, it was excuse after excuse. It was like, oh, I don't have my mic yet. Oh, I don't have this yet. I don't have my sound system yet. Oh, I don't do this. I don't have that. And I just kept kind of pushing myself back. I was like, well, I will wait. I'm will going to wait until I get someone else to record me. And it just kept waiting longer and longer and longer. And then I think it was back of... Honestly, I think it was March. No, 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 it was It was back to when I did the show. It was back to when I did the show back in January of this year. I had had I had that song. It's been written, you know. I freestyled it, wrote it out, and I was just like, "All right, well, when I whenever it's time for me to record, I, I'm gonna just keep practicing it, practicing it, practicing until I know it like the back of my head, which now I do." So it was just like I got to the show. It was intimate. It was, you know, it's called the Little Vibe. Uh, you know, like stand stand up, whatever. But the Little Vibe uh, place. It was an open mic, and we got there, and I saw it was an intimate setting. Not a lot of many people were there, and I just kind of said to myself, you know what? All these people are up here showcasing who they are. Why am I going to be the lone wolf that just sits here with a camera and not say anything? So I go up to the host. I say, hey, I have a song I want to perform. Do you mind if I do that? And he said, yeah. I just so happen to have my hard drive with me. I go up to the DJ. I tell him the song to play, and he runs it. And since I knew it by heart, I just went up there and just, I just spoke, spoke my truth. After I did that and I saw the reception, people said, I was just like, you know what? It's time I recorded this. So I took away all excuses from doing it. I took my phone that I'm recording this, uh, this, this off of, went to voice memos, played the beat off of my, my, uh, my computer. And I tracked out the whole entire song off of my voice memos, put it in my, uh, Put it into my doll, use an airdrop, boom. Now send it off to my engineer, VW, who lives in Dallas. He sent it back to me, mixed, mastered it, and that's the song that you hear now. Damn, that's uh, dope. And
1: that's, that's what consistency takes, uh,
0: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Most definitely. <you laughs> that's know. dope as hell. I'm so happy uh,
1: that you got that out and everything like that. And there's also another uh thing to learn from like learn to be grateful for what you do have and stop thinking about the things that you, that, that you don't have mm-hmm. because you never make it to the next level if you don't be grateful for where you're at right now period so that's a little tip tip
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah oh before we go any further I, di- I did want to just say that the story behind the song is just essentially mm-hmm. that's that that was that was my life in point in time I, you know, I went through a whole bunch of rig- rig- rigmarole rigmar- to get to where I am today, which is living in Los Angeles. And that's what the song is essentially about. The song is a- was about me coming from Dallas, stepping out my comfort zone, and now living in Los Angeles and living my truth that I make everything. And, you know, my life is crazy. It's unique. I can't say too many people could probably live the way I live. But mm-hmm. it, it's unique, and I know it's a story that someone needs to hear, and that's the point of the song.
1: Well, that—that uh, that was, and that's where my mind was taking me on, on that journey. You remember, I kept saying it was like a long journey. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what it was. So I know what I was hearing, but I just wanted you to say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So um. We're gonna. You wanna play a game? We're gonna play these games, bro.
0: Sure, I like games.
1: Okay, and this game is called uh, Finish the Lyrics.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: Alright, let's get started.
2: Alright. <laughs>
1: okay. R E S P E C T. Find out what that means to me. Oh.
2: Finish the lyric. R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to me. R.E.S.V.C.T. They got me to me, suck it 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 to me. Suck it to me. Hey. hey, get a little bit, hey, baby, just a little bit. R.E.S.V.C.T. That was like, is that that
0: yeah, what you're looking yeah. for? Is that what you're looking for? Aretha, Aretha Franklin, uh, it was 1967. Respect. Yeah. yeah. My because,
1: uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, take care
0: of T-B-C. Yeah. But you, you basically got it. Um, alright, here's another one. You <laughs> <laughs> said you basically got it. Look, I know, I, look, my mama used to put these, uh, songs on in the, in the car on the way home back when we lived in Ohio. So, like, they I, I know the, I know the tempo, I know the, the vibe of all of them. I may not know the artist, or I may not know, like, um... Like the exact words, but I trust me. I'm gonna dance it out. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you know I feel it. Right,
1: right, right. Oh shit. Okay, here's another one. Um, turn up. Wait. <laughs> All right. Turn, turn up to Rihanna while the whole club fucking wasted. Every time I drop,
2: finish the lyric. Ooh, repeat that.
1: Okay, turn up to Rihanna while the pole club fucking wasted every time
0: I drop. I don't know that one. Okay, uh, do you know the
1: artist?
0: No, I don't know anything about that song. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sitting here so lost, I'm like, I can't hear a beat or nothing in my head. I'm like, yo. Oh my god, that's so um, it, it's
1: um, 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 Rihanna's uh, bitch, better have my money. So when she said turn up to the <laughs> turn up to Rihanna, while the whole club fucking wasted every time I drop in a drop top doing the hundred y'all in the rearview view of Mira racing, and that was like Rihanna's bitch, better have my money 2015.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what she said. That I, I might not, I might have to pull that one up on my computer. All I remember is I called the shot, shot, shots,
2: like blah, blah, blah. Damn, oh my goodness.
1: I should have did that lyric then, but anyway, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I guess that's I it
0: for the game or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, you go home with uh, half a car. I said, all right, and your prize is a uh, half a car or half a um, what call it? Half a key, goddamn! <laughs> 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 oh my god, I didn't okay. mean to do that bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good.
1: Um, but so you you won basically. So now your your uh prize is to be. <laughs> Put
2: on my uh, Spotify playlist it's only exclusive to artists been on the show so. hey
0: <laughs> thank you
1: you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um so just you know tell everybody what they can hear you um buy your beats and and everything
0: like that alrighty alrighty so look all social media is cool everything I go by is the MKS master but let me tell you the best way to get Everything that I have to offer for you. And that is to go to TheMixMaster.com. An interactive website that showcases my portfolio and photography, videography, and a whole section dedicated to my music and my productions. If you want to hear my beats, I do not sell my beats. I only sell exclusives. But if you would like to listen to my beats, you can go to rapchat/slash. The Mixmaster. Rapchat.com slash the Mixmaster. You hear all my beats on there. Uh my website shows the portfolio of all my music. So projects I've executive produced. Uh artists that I've uh artists managed and I've uh that I've uh that I've gave consultations to. Excuse me. Uh you can find my instrumental EP there at no excuses. The Mix Master. And yeah, all social media that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything, The Mix Master. And then lastly, join The Mix Click. It is a society of people that I'm bringing together that are creatives who want to be involved in events here in LA that I also host and I'm a part of that I like to send out to people. it's an email. It's an email list. Join along. Join the mix. Click. Get involved and get into the circle of people. Lastly, I also have this thing called Timeless Tunes. It is a monthly playlist series. It is actually the 20th today. It's the 20th of May, and every month on the 20th, I release a playlist to Spotify and Apple Music. It is a exclusive playlist that just highlights. Timeless music that I would believe That will go on and last forever. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, we're in an era now where it's a lot of just trash being thrown at the wall. You know, I wanted to make something that's a little bit more concise, you know, that I partnered with a couple people and we bring to light the real music from all different time periods and cohesive it into what we have now. So oh, that's pretty cool. That's everywhere timeless tunes, timeless tunes. On Spotify, you can look it up, Timeless Tunes, and then the Pacific Month is May, June, July, whatever, you will find us there. I like that.
1: I'm going
0: to look that up on Spotify tonight, Timeless Tunes. Timeless Tunes. Sounds dope. Alright, man, well, I appreciate
1: you stopping through, you know. Why don't
0: you introduce your song to everybody? Okay, Uh, what you want to start with first? I Make Everything? Well, yeah. Th- again, this is a song that is not only for me and the hardships and trials and tribulations I had to go through to get to the man I am today, but it is also a message for you, the creatives, to step out on a limb and go and continue to just push yourself forward, no matter what exactly. people say. So I bring, yeah. I pre- we present to you, I make everything. Alright guys,
1: let's get it. And after that, we're going to play Let's Try Peace. I don't know how that is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... The title of this next song expresses our feelings. Thank you very much. One, two, three.
2: He's the man that I consider my master. I hope I can become as strong as he is someday. One more time. And I'd like to dedicate right. this to my, my friend. So good friend. Okay. see One more time.